0: Hi. My name is Lana and you're listening to Because We're Stuck on Planet A, an open-minded, solutions-driven podcast determined to tackle the important issues because like the name suggests, this is all we've got. Today I thought I'd discuss something a little lighter, you know, um perhaps a bit of a shorter episode, something a little less pertinent. To society right now, um, namely uh, pleasures, and whether we should differentiate between, for example, high and low pleasures, high art, etc. So the intro may have been a bit vague, but I will elaborate. So. Oh, so today's episode is going to include a bit of philosophy, actually. Um, It's something I haven't really explicitly put in any of the other episodes, but it's, um, it's something that really interests me. And I think sometimes people don't engage with it because it seems a little arcane at times and a bit hard to grasp if you take the time to delve into it it can be really rewarding in the end so um well, so i wanted to talk about um uh, jeremy bentham so he's the founder of utilitarianism um but what i wanted to address in this episode was actually his ideas on pleasures um so uh, actually i won't i won't tell you i'll, I'll read you a quote which can which can summarise his ideas on it. So, um, the quantity of pleasure being equal, Pushpin is as good as poetry. So Pushpin was a children's game, similar to Tiddlywinks. I uh, think that's the modern equivalent, uh, something similar. So the point of the quote is really just voicing the question of whether it's actually possible to determine the value of of pleasures so if both parties derive an equal amount of pleasure from the two differing activities then what's the difference pushpin is is of equal inherent worth to poetry that that sounds that sounds controversial. you know you wouldn't normally go around saying that. Um, but it, it's an interesting idea. So in in his example in this in the quotation, um, he hasn't included any any morally unacceptable proclivities like poetry, reading poetry and playing pushpin are both benign activities that that <laughs> so far as I know, never caused anyone harm. So for the sake of this argument, I'm going to exempt um, bad pleasures, um, uh, because I think it's obvious that I would not... uh, Bad pleasures meaning something that is morally unacceptable, harming another person, um, and those I think we can very quickly differentiate. That that's a low pleasure, and that's so. For the sake of this argument, I'm going to ignore that, and talk about within morally acceptable activities, can you differentiate between a high and lower pleasure, and high and low art? So. So the high and low art question. In school, for example, with taught, we, we read books um, that are classics, um, for example, books that are by Jane Austen um, and the plays, Shakespeare's plays, um, and, and those are considered high art, I think, and pursuing them would be considered higher pleasures. And inherently more worthy than, for example uh, watching watching some cartoon on Netflix. But where does that come from? Why is this worthier than than that? And should we differentiate? Is it good to differentiate are, are we giving rise to a kind of elitism? by doing this, you know, and also um, difficult passages, like Shakespeare, it's at times hard to understand. It could be because of the archaic language that is used, um, but also some of the, even the stories sometimes could be difficult to interpret. And that makes it inaccessible for some people because it's the the arcane content is difficult for some to access. So is that is that what we laud as as a higher pleasure, something that not everyone is able to partake in, and is that right? should we condemn low pleasures which which most people can partake in i mean is that fair some will not be able to read shakespeare and enjoy it and maybe it's not such a bad thing that they would prefer to watch movies on netflix that don't use complex language and aren't so challenging. Then again, perhaps it's good that we laud a entertainment, source of entertainment and literature and art that challenges us and that isn't so easy to comprehend. Perhaps that's the beauty of it, the fact that it's not straightforward and is complex, and there there is a lot to be said for that. But I just think it's important that we don't exclude a whole group of people when when we're claiming that this this complex thing is the best and most worthy use. Pursuing this complex thing is the best and most worthy use of one's time. I think um, some will not have had. The best education, and necessarily you're excluding that the group of people. And should they feel that they are, um, should they be made to feel guilty for enjoying something that you know they people have the right to enjoy their lives as long as they're not harming anyone else? Should we be making them feel feel like less? For for wanting to do something that that they can that's accessible to them, we make the things that we laud are so esoteric. Very few people, you know, only the people with the best education, usually the ones with the most money, a certain type of upbringing, will be able to share in and enjoy the value of one of. Uh, for Jane Austen's work, I I enjoy Jane Austen's work, but that's because I've been fortunate fortunate enough to receive a uh, a good education, and I have been told that Jane Austen's work has worth, and that I should take the time to try and understand what she was saying. So. That's had an impact too. It's not that I, perhaps if I hadn't been told her work was so worthy, I would not have derived as much pleasure from, from reading it as I did. Sometimes we're just told we should enjoy something and we should be able to recognize how valuable something is. And that makes a huge impact on how we actually interpret it. Or it just raises our expectations and then makes us all the more disappointed at the end when we find it was completely tedious and a waste of time. Um, Jane Austen, maybe less so, but I think quite a lot of the art and literature that we are told, that the older art and literature that we're told is valuable and higher, or higher. Uh, standard is was made um, by well old Caucasian men and perhaps their perspectives are redundant now and maybe we should be deriving our you know our our sources of high art maybe should be a little more eclectic and diverse Um, you know art from someone who was not a wealthy, older white man at a long time ago. Maybe we should have alternative ideas, and those ideas should be championed and called uh, high art and and high literature and and a higher pleasure would be pursuing that thing. I think that could have a good impact on society. I understand why. People see the need to differentiate some things. Yeah, maybe they are less worthy. Perhaps you can you learn less from watching uh, some some children's program or playing Tiddlywinks than you would from reading poetry. But it's also easy for um, erudites to get caught up in in their own a uh, superior knowledge and and become very narrow-minded and concerned concerned only with how how elite and selective um, they are and how no one else can really infiltrate um, their group because they they just never had access to that same uh, education or or, way of learning okay so to conclude because I did I remember I did say at the beginning of this I think that I would try to keep it a bit shorter than the other episodes which don't seem to be holding true to my word. so I will uh, I will end this now um, to conclude yes some messages are worth sharing and some ideas should be promulgated and if there's certain complex art and literature that that has relevant ideas that we should uh that that stands the test of time then yeah we should we should champion them as high art but I think also we shouldn't reserve it just for older uh pieces um made by a certain class of people with a certain set of ideals, we should keep an open mind and make sure that if we're going to condemn a certain, or well not condemn, but but uh, call something else higher and lower, um, then we should make sure that it's actually possible for people to partake in whatever we're uh, praising. because. If you're praising something solely for the reason that it's inaccessible to the majority of people, then I think that's uh, that's a bit useless and not really just doesn't really help anyone. Yeah, so so diversity and relevance should counter into what. Where- what you call high and low art and so yeah I I do think yeah you can differentiate between high and low pleasures and high and low art I just think the system of 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 grouping them is flawed to an extent and could be developed thank you for listening